Good afternoon. This is Chris Russo, episode four of the Chris Russo Show. Today is May 23rd, Friday. It's a beautiful day, a little rainy, birds are chirping, it's all good. Love it. So today is a, uh, I have my first guest that I interviewed yesterday on the 22nd. And, uh, oh, did I say it was Friday? Hold on. No, today's Thursday, the 23rd. So yesterday on Wednesday, the 22nd, I interviewed the one, the only Alex S. Elliott. She's an online entrepreneur. Right now, she's uh, crushing it in the affiliate marketing space. She's got a tribe of over 1,300 people right now in her her, uh, digital marketing Facebook group. And uh, so that's what I'm going to be giving to you guys today. I'm going to share with you the reason for her success. And don't just think that this is about entrepreneurship or digital marketing or affiliate marketing because it's it's not she's using a fundamental uh, strategy that applies to anybody personally and anybody professionally and that's interacting with humans and providing upfront value and so we're going to talk about what that is that's what the interview was all about so again this is episode four of the chris russo show this is the interview with alex s elliott from yesterday and uh you guys are gonna love it all right enjoy how are you doing today i'm good i'm good i'm good take your time do your thing i totally know i just did a a live with a station she was earliest too and i was like oh sorry i'm still getting ready guess what that's how that's how i got this idea really yeah i saw something i for some reason so i wanted to see if you had um any more content outside of facebook right Uh uh-huh and so i said um i started doing more stuff on twitter so I said, let me see if Alex has a Twitter. <laughs> I searched your name. Yeah. Uh, and I see station. There was a video. I think it was her video. Uh, and it links to YouTube. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I want to do that. Like, yeah. yeah. And so I watched that video for a little bit. And I'm like, yeah, I want to do that. I'm going to set it up. Like, I want, I'm actually going to reach out to her. And so, like, that's really, like, very cool. That was the, that was the point. I saw station's video. Um, so, we had a really good convo um, and she just like spilled the beans about how she does everything on YouTube and um, she's really doing a, a, a big thing over there. So, yeah, I saw, so like I said, I was on Twitter. Yeah. I saw, I only saw at first the, the tweet with, with you, with you mentioned and whatnot, but then I went to her, her YouTube watched it. And then I went back to her actual Twitter page and I saw him like, like 10,000 or like, just under 10,000 maybe followers. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, Oh wow. I'm like, that's great. I, I yeah. never heard of her, but you never know how big somebody is until you're in their, their, their niche. You know, you have no idea. No, there's, yeah. there's tons of people that I'm sure have yeah. millions of followings that we have yeah. like no idea about. Yeah. Right. And yeah. that's, what's so cool about the internet. You yeah. find your little corner and like, that's, you know, yep. Yep. and that's something that like, I just started understanding like, or mm-hmm. maybe that's not the best word, but you hear about that and you're like, all right, cool. I get it. But like yesterday, are you ready for this? I went and got a haircut, right? Uh-huh, so uh-huh. Which looks them. great, by the way. Thank you. Now, <laughs> now you can't see as many grays because like they're, <laughs> they're shorter. So I go and get my haircut and, and I can't believe this. Are you ready? Because we're talking about like on the micro level of like yeah, your sphere of influence or, and yeah, who knows you. Yeah. I was talking to my barber and um, I said, so I forget what we were talking about exactly, but I said, do you know Gary V? I had never asked anybody that question because now with the niche that you're in, right? It's basically assumed if you've been like in the entrepreneurial, like like, who hasn't heard of Gary V, right? right? Like Gary V is like one of the first probably 10, if not, I mean, sometimes 
depends on your path. Right. That you go through. You're going to bump into Gary V, right? It's just inevitable. Yeah. Inevitable. So my barber, uh, I'm, I'm talking to him. And, and so, you know, when you ask somebody and you're expecting an answer, but you still ask like, hey, you know, you know, Gary V, right? You, and he's you know, like, yeah. Nope. It, I felt like I was asking a question like, you know what Hondas are, right? Like, yeah, right. Exactly. Like something but, really basic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And yeah. when he said no, I was like, Oh, like I asked expecting a guest to, to, you know, continue. But I said, all right, he's, he, you know, he owns a like nine figure multimedia company. And yeah. and so I went into the rest of the conversation, but you just never know somebody as know. big as that. Like, it's just the other day I was, I was trying to explain um, something to my mom and I was like, yeah, it's like that quote by Tony Robbins. And she's like, I feel like I should know who that is. And I was like, ma, yeah. ma, if you don't know who Tony Robbins, like I lost my shot. Like how the, do not know who Tony Robbins is. Like how? Yeah. So, yeah I mean, it's amazing. Yeah. We think that something's saturated and it's not remotely saturated. Yep. Yep. Like if Tony Robbins isn't saturated, <clears throat> I think we're good. Like we're good. Yeah. You know? And it's not even that they have like a preconceived thought about the person. Like they just didn't know who they were. That's like, no it, clue. so good morning, everyone. Today it is May 22nd. It is a Wednesday and I'm here with the one and only Alex S. Elliott. What's up, everybody? Alex was a big influence on me. Um, I'm not specifically in the affiliate marketing niche, but I, I got to tell you what she did for me. She completely turned my viewpoint around and for the better, for the much, much better about affiliate marketing and uh, even just entrepreneurship altogether. So Alex S. Elliott is a board certified nurse practitioner and serial wannabe entrepreneur turned full-time online entrepreneur who only recently started having success with funnel-based affiliate marketing during the February 25th OFA One Funnel Away Challenge. She managed to go from having only $1,000 to her name in February to earning $21,000. It's five figures in commissions from ClickFunnels and complimentary products in her first two months. Now in her third She's expanding her online activities to include a collaboration with fellow funnel hackers, Mario Payet. Did I say that correctly? You did. Payet. Yep. Yep. Payet and Callum Ewing called Tribe Tools. So Tribe Tools is launching later this week and mm -hmm. it's a monthly membership that'll feature tools, trainings, templates, and an active community to help tribe leaders attract, reach, engage, teach, and monetize their tribes. Alex, again, thank you so much. Um, thank you. Appreciate you uh, having me on. Thank you. Yeah, of course. Um, so uh, my podcast just started. So, I, and, and when I saw your thing with Stacia, I was like, "Yeah, she's my. She's gonna be my first guest." Nice. Yeah. This is exciting. I even wrote uh, said that in my last podcast. I said, "You know what?" I said, "Guys, I've been talking about this affiliate marketing thing. This is, you know, my biggest influence. I'm gonna reach out to her." So that's how it started. That's so neat. Very yeah. cool. I'm glad you did. I'm glad yeah. you did. Um, so let me, let me tell you what I mean by you changed my, uh, my view of the affiliate marketing thing. So I started okay. with ClickFunnels in the end of October, probably actually mm -hmm. on like Halloween. Okay, cool. And uh, of 2018. And I was like, all right, I don't have a product. So yeah, I'll just go the affiliate marketing route. Like I had something in mind that I had been like working on, working on, working on. And you know now from learning in, in OFA that if you start with the product, you're dead. Like you're right. Dead. Right. So I was like, all right, they have the product. Let me start with them. But even that 
that was bad too because it's still starting with a product. So it's not a, so to me what I learned was it's not about starting with the product. It's just starting with any product. And so when I did that, it just put me down. It put me down this rabbit hole where the affiliate marketers that I was like, you know, the community, the Avengers, because uh, that's where I was mostly like uh, reading, Active, yeah, yeah, interacting with the ClickFunnels Avengers since we shared the same product. And like what happened was you, you reach out to people and then, you know, you ask for help and you get, you get what's kind of guised as help from, from, it was most people from what I saw. Yeah. And what I mean by it was guys was you get like, Hey, yeah, I'll help you, you know, PM me, DM me yeah, stuff. And, and it's like, dude, you're just sending me a, a friggin' affiliate link, you know? And it's yeah. like, yeah. but they, they really try to warm you up. And so that's where it's, it was so tough. So the first person sent me, you know, a message, Hey, let's do a video chat. You know, Hey, I'll, I'll walk you through this. Let me tell you, you know, what happened with me and whatnot, how this helped me. And then you just see like, whatever, whatever.com slash AFFID 183. And I'm just like, <laughs> you're like, oh. like, check it out. And I'm like, yeah, just scanning with seven, yeah. you know, for, for this court, I'm like, listen, it might be helpful. It really might be. And maybe they really are trying to help, but you don't start off that way. Yeah. Right. You don't just say, I'll help you. Here's an affiliate link. So that's what happened to me. And I was just like, you know what? I'm going to just learn the entrepreneurial process like I'll do affiliate marketing on the back end, yeah. but I can't start out with this. If that's all that's going to be like, that's the quote help. Like that's it. Yeah. So how's this tie in with you? One funnel away, February 25th when it started. Yeah. yeah. And we all get like 4,500 strangers or some people know each other a little bit, but you get thrown into this group and it's just all about like helping people, helping people, helping people. And I'm like, same mindset. I was like, listen, these people got their thing. I got my thing. I'm going to help people, but I, like, I'm not going to entertain anybody who does the DM PM stuff. Like, I'm, it's just like, like, like not that same old routine. Yeah. But what I noticed what you were doing, you weren't like, you weren't saying, Hey, PM me. Your help was like right there because if somebody wants to ask later the same question, it's already there. And like, that's not the important part. It's that you aren't trying to hide anything. Yeah. That's the, that's like, I didn't generalize affiliate marketers, but to protect myself, like from being, you know, caught up in stuff like course after course and whatnot, it was just like, I got to just put blinders on and ignore them. And so like, it was a blanket statement, but that was just a tactic. Like I yeah. needed to do that. So when I saw what you were doing, I was like, she's a, an affiliate marketer and she's not saying PM, DM me. <laughs> and she's not link barfing all over me in the DMs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like right. it was just like, like content after content, value after value. And so I was like, like they do exist. Like, you know, like it wasn't, it wasn't another shark. And I was like, right. holy crap. Like this is so refreshing. Yeah. So anyway, I know I'm, I'm kind of going on, but I had to explain the back, the backstory because then you really appreciate when you find somebody who is so unlike what you, what you, what you thought like the mass of them were. And some of them are because they got to do their thing and whatever. But that's not the way to succeed. And that's why I wanted to interview you today. Cause like the, you are, you hit the ground running in three months now from the point of, you know, we're almost at the three month point of the yeah. February 25th OFA. So here's how I want to start this. I want to kind of bring this up to speed because people need to know that no matter what you're, you're doing, if you're an employee at a company or if you're starting your own thing, whether mm -hmm. it's affiliate marketing or not, you are laying down a blueprint for success. And that blueprint is, 
value up front, value up front, and then 10 xing the value up front. Yeah. Like, yeah. and so to me, that's what you're all about. Forget the affiliate marketer label. That's just where you find passion in helping people. And that's your, your income strategy. And that's, that's what gets you going and you love to do that. But the blueprint, the fundamentals is, is the same because we're all people, right? Yeah. Yeah. So first thing I want to matter. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead, please. I was going to say, yeah, it doesn't matter really. I like to tell people, you know, a lot of roads lead to Rome, right? Like if you want to make money online, there's a thousand things you could do. And, and I'm not going to pitch you on one route over the other. Like that doesn't really matter at the end of the day. What does matter at the end of the day is that you lead with value. I always teach people lead with value, lead with value because I mean, what you're doing, you're paying it forward to your, to your future self. That's all you're doing. You're paying it forward to those you're serving, but you're also paying it forward to your future self because your future self is going to reap the benefits of yeah. you laying that in, in incredible foundation of value, relationship, service. Um, you know, the, the I posted a quote on my Facebook page yesterday that uh, something to the effect of, you know, um, the most powerful marketing strategy that you have is over delivering generosity, like just be super, super generous, whether that's with your time, with your service, with um, your information, your help, whatever it is, um, you know, helping people actually with their business, jumping on the phone and saying, okay, what is it that you actually need um, with their mindset, whatever it is. Um, because, you know, the law of reciprocity is so strong. Yep. And, um, you know, when you so heavily engineer your interactions with people um, in their favor, they're so bowled over by that. That's not something we're used to, in, you know, in this day and age. And, and your opener was testament to that. Your opener was like, you know, I spent all this time in this group and everybody was just trying to like pitch me and everybody it was just like this spam fest of links and nobody really wanted to genuinely help you. And so those kinds of people make it easy for people who want to provide value and not actually like take, take, take to do well because we do, we, we do stand out. We are rare inside of that, you know, um, pond, so to speak. So, um, by taking this, this higher route and by, by not trying to monetize every single interaction with somebody, right. But not being so desperate. Um, and just by saying, Hey, you know, I care about you as a person. I want you to succeed and whatever I can do to help you. That's awesome, man. When, when they do start to succeed, when they do start to come up, they're not going to forget you. They're going to come back and be like, yo, let me have your link. Uh, I want to buy this thing. Yep. You can't imagine my, my DMS are full of people asking me for my links for things just because two months ago I helped them. And I don't even remember that I helped them. It's crazy. Like, yeah. Yep. So that's how that works. So this is a, a great segue to the first question that I want to ask you. And okay. so if I recall, you were doing affiliate marketing before, right? So I, yeah, I, I started in about, 2013 from about 2013 late 2013 to 2015 early 2015 something like that um i was building these little like niche sites online like seo niche sites um, i was reviewing software reviewing things like hosting and and, and email providers aweber you know stuff like that and um you know, so I was putting together these little niche sites and it's funny because I told someone the other day, I was like, I wouldn't even want to tell people the domains anymore. Like I'm not, you know, I haven't kept these sites up. They still look like they looked in 2013. They're like not, um, I'm not putting up blog articles or anything like that. But the funny thing is, is I still get commission on these stinking sites. I'm not like rolling in it at yeah. all. But the fact that I was able to work once, you know, like do the work. And then these articles are like still ranking, still bringing in, 
um, commissions. That's insane to me. That's amazing. Yeah. So I did a little bit of that. Um, it was just all SEO based, um, all organic kind of traffic around long tail keywords for, for reviews and software and stuff. Um, and that was the style that I did back then. And then I kind of got shiny object syndrome and I, maybe it wasn't like, I wasn't like a millionaire by Tuesday. So I moved on, right? Like it, as, yep. as it happens with us in this journey, like I think we can all relate to that. So, um, like I moved on to the next shiny object and, um, just let those sites run and, um, ended up, you know, while I didn't find like tremendous success with that, went on, you know, failed a few more times, failed forward in a few more endeavors, like had a couple of Shopify stores that went bust or whatever, you know, just kept trying, right? You just keep trying, keep trying. Mm -hmm. And finally found a little bit of success with, um, with a digital marketing agency. Started out doing Facebook ads and then like everybody started doing Facebook ads and it got really competitive and we couldn't charge what we wanted to charge. So we were like, hmm, Pinterest. So we sort of pivoted and started doing Pinterest interest marketing and found a lot of success doing Pinterest marketing. And, um, it was just when we were like really getting some good traction, you know, like just when everything's starting to come together and you're like, Oh man, all right. I'm starting to like make it online. This is amazing. You know, you start getting that traction and I finally feel like, Oh, my dreams are coming true. And then boom, my mom had this just insane accident. And, um, in my previous uh, career, I had been a nurse and I was unfortunately the only healthcare provider in the family. So it sort of fell on me to do a lot of the, the, the follow-up and care for my mom. So I ended up actually giving up my apartment, having to move in with my mom to take care of her because she needed full care. And um, it was like in a heartbeat, I lost that agency because, you know, I had been busting my butt to, yeah. to serve my clients and, you know, I never really figured out how to, how to put systems in place to sort of work on the business, not in the business. So I was the business, you know what I mean? And, and when I lost those hours in the day and I had to give them now to my mom to help her, I lost my ability to run my agency. And I, and I in, a, in a period of a couple of weeks, lost all my clients. And it was devastating, devastating. I was flat out, I was just like, oh. You know, because I had spent all this, I had all this momentum and just yeah. it went flat and it was brutal. So um, it was in kind of one of my like feeling sorry for my moment, myself moments. And I thought, you know, I don't have any income coming in. Uh, so I started doing like the digital equivalent of like searching through the couch cushions for change because I was starting to run out of money. Mm -hmm. And I went to a, a PayPal account and I was like, uh, let me see if there's any money in that. Like I haven't checked that account in a while. And what was so ridiculously evident, um, you know, and I hadn't really internalized this knowledge um, over the years was, you know, like all my, all my client invoices for my, my services had dried up. They were gone. They weren't coming in or getting paid anymore. What was coming in like slowly, faithfully, steadily were yeah. those old commissions, those affiliate commissions coming in. And I was like, yeah. Oh my God, there they are. They're still there. This is my ticket out. Why didn't I think of this? Yeah. And that's how I got back into affiliate marketing. That was the thing that pulled me right back that's in. Cool. That's awesome. That's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't know all that stuff when, um, you told me you were a certified nurse practitioner. My, my, my wife is too. Oh, no way. That's fantastic. Yeah. 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 I was a nurse for many years and then, um, went on to NP school and, and became an NP and was an NP for a couple of years as well. And while I loved my patients, honestly, um, I have wanted to be an online entrepreneur my whole life. And so it was nights and weekends and days off. We're all like trying to figure it out, right? Trying to figure it out. Um, so I had my professional job and it was years of trying to figure it out. And finally, yeah. you know, um, life just sort of things start to click and you start to figure it out. 
That's cool. It's, it's awesome. You know what the funny thing is? A lot of people think that like, Hey, like I'll say for me, for instance, like, hey, I'm 31. I got my career and you know, I got my, my daughter and this is where I live. I got my house. And I'm married. Like this is it, you know, yeah. next 70 years. Like this is it. Like, no, like this is all there is. <laughs> it hasn't figured it out. If you're 40, 50, like, no, like I'm, I'm 43 years old and I've just reinvented myself for the hundredth time. Yeah. And, it, and it's great. It's amazing. And I think that, um, you know, look, life is not a prescription. There's not a prescribed route you have to go. Like, like I said, there are all these roads lead to Rome yeah. and you get to reinvent yourself new in every day. And if you're not happy, if you're not fulfilled, um, you know, nothing is stopping you. I, I love that, that, that metaphor of like the, the elephant who's like tied to a little post, you know, by, uh -huh. by this little string guys, we're all the elephant and yeah. we're all tied to the post by the little string. And if you only knew your own strength to, yeah. to break that twine and do Trained whatever it. you wanted to do. Yeah. Trained Absolutely. at a young age. That yeah. You can't go anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I want to talk about the affiliate marketing, like the sharks I was talking about. Yeah. And how it related back to it. And this was like a recent like revelation that I had when I yeah. worked in it, there were some people who believed in, the knowledge that they kept to themselves and if they continued to keep it to themselves, that they were a, that, that it meant job security to them. Right. Yeah. So in the way it uh, relates to affiliate marketers, where is if they found some sort of way that works, then all sales will go through them. Right. Right. And right. it's just like, that is such a wrong way to do it because like for so many reasons. So in it, that was the wrong way to do it because yeah, sure. If you are the only one who can do something, yeah. you're very valuable to the company. Right. But if you are on vacation or you're sick or you're tied up in a meeting for an hour yeah, and then something happens where you're that person, you're the guy or the girl who knows how to do it. Right. Then you know, it sucks. You're now a liability. Yeah. And so in affiliate marketing, the way that that works is, Let's say your method that you've got super secret, it's so successful, Successful, you're bringing in 10K a month from this strategy, then it stops working, right? Now like your, your return, your ad spend is like in the negative ROI and you're like, crap. Like if I would have just shown somebody how to do this, now there'd be some people who would show me what they're doing and whatnot. Right. So it's totally the same. And so like once you realize that that's the way to do it, you can see it working. Like I see it with you. And so like, my question is, when did you actually realize that sharing secrets was, was the key rather than keeping them to yourself? Because we mean, you could talk about hindsight, like, yeah, that works. Like we're right. doing it right. You're clearly doing it. But like believing that is one thing because if you don't believe it, you won't do it. So like what actually made you like realize like, yeah, I gotta, I gotta start telling people things and not expect anything in return and give them good stuff. Like, so that's a, that's a, really good question. I don't know that I have um, what I would call a satisfactory answer to that. So this will, this is my answer. My answer is this. I am, um, I am somebody who just from, from who I am and what I believe, I th and it probably comes from being a nurse or whatever. I'm just extremely caring, extremely giving. Um, I really am invested in the people that I, that I interact with and deal with. I would never want to, um, 
run a business or, or have clients or interact with people that I didn't really like or care about. Like that just, there just wouldn't be a whole lot of meaning. Like I like to get meaning out of my work and I like to enjoy the people I work with. So I'm very invested in the people that I work with. I'm very invested in, 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 you know, my tribe and, and all of that. And so for me, part of that investment, part of that relationship is um, doing kind of what, what Tim Ferriss calls opening the kimono, you know, really letting people in, showing people. I think also, you know, Russell Brunson has had a huge impact on me and he talks about giving away your best stuff. Just give it away. Give away your best stuff. And when you give away your best stuff, something really interesting happens. People start to, and and whether it's intentional or not, people begin to think, oh my God, if this is his or her free stuff, can you freaking imagine what their paid stuff is like? Like it must be next level, right? And, And you're not like intentionally doing that, but that tends to happen in people's minds, right? When they get all this overwhelming value for free, they're like, holy crap, if this person runs a mastermind, can you imagine the next level-ish they're going to be like sharing in that mastermind, right? So um, that perception begins to permeate or happen, which is a really weird, unintended phenomenon, but it does. Um, So I just, I always wanted to be somebody who um, gave more than they took, who, um, you know, I want everybody to walk away from any interaction with me feeling like they won, right? Like, oh my God, I'm like scamming or blind. And Robin or Blind, that's crazy. Like, like they win, right? Yep, yep. I, I love, I love negotiations or deals where people walk away from the table and they feel like they won, and you feel like everybody feels like they won, right? So I always am very intentional and thoughtful about engineering interactions that feel that way to everybody, um, and making sure that that the people that I am serving feel served, really know it and feel it. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I was watching something by Dean Graciosi yesterday. And he was asking a question. It was a great question that I actually asked in my group today. And it was, what is your superpower? And he talked about one of his superpowers and it resonated instantly with me was he said, my superpower is that I care and people know it. And I was like, man, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's one of my superpowers. <clears throat> I care and people know it. And that is, that is an amazing thing to leverage because in this day and age, you know, people fake caring a lot. But you can feel it. You can tell it. We are primal beings. We have really great radars, and we can we can tell when that yeah. stuff's fake. We can AKA tell when it's bullshit detectors. Yeah, we got great yeah. bullshit detectors. <laughs> yeah. So you know we've honed them over the years for our survival. So you know you can't fake that. You can't fake that stuff. So like I, it's just kind of how I'm wired, which which is not a very satisfactory answer because for people who aren't wired that way, it's like how do you do that, right? Yeah you start, you start by acknowledging maybe that you're not wired that way. You start just acknowledging and say, Hey, I have some stuff that is preventing me from living in an abundance mindset. And also I'm very, very attached to living in an abundance mindset. I, you know, I do daily meditation every morning, like money flows easily to me and through me, right? I'm not a blockage for money. It's not being blocked on its way to me and it's not being blocked on its way through me. I'm going to just let it flow and I'm not going to worry about evening up the score. I'm not going to worry about who got got more at the end of the day or whatever. Like if I just continue to give, 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 and I think some of it is on faith. You just have to, you just have to trust that the law of reciprocity is real. You just have to trust that if you're going to go out there and give and give and give. Yeah. And the weird thing is if you go out on a limb and you trust and you give, give, and and you start not expecting that's the wrong word you don't expect no you never expect you, you can ask expect, yeah but yeah. you just are um open to re- yeah. receiving in return it's yeah. amazing what yeah. comes back tenfold yeah 
So it is a little bit on faith sometimes, just going out there and, and taking that first leap. Yeah. That's kind of my unsatisfactory answer to that question. <laughs> no, that's very satisfactory. One of, the, <laughs> one of the things that, I mean, for me that worked early on, because it is a mind mindset shift, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. this is probably the best thing I could tell anybody if they said, if, like, if, like if they said, no, that sounds like it's all hocus pocus, rah, rah stuff. Yeah. Best thing I could say to them is, okay, fine. Lie to yourself for just a week. Like, believe what you believe, but just do this to yourself. Lie to yourself for two reasons. Because if I'm if if I'm right, then you will have received the greatest gift, and you're going to continue to do it. Absolutely. If I'm wrong, and you actually do what I say, and you just live a week, lie to yourself as if it works already, and just keep doing it, Mm -hmm. and. You can call me out for being a liar, a bullshitter. You can call me out to everybody you know, and then I take, I take that heat, right? So yeah, it's a win-win yeah, for anybody who wants to try this. Like, just give stuff away for free. Give your best stuff away for free. Mm-hmm. Ready for this? This yep. is eight dollars, right? Or seven ninety-five with the shipping included, right? Yep. yep. Eight-dollar book. This could make you hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. Millions. I yeah, mean, there are million-dollar yeah, ideas. Yes, I'm setting the bar low. But <laughs> yeah. I don't want to like people to be like, oh, okay. But, I didn't make a yes. million dollars. Yeah. But if you pull off a, a good webinar with this, first giving up value up front for however mm-hmm. long it takes, say weeks and months, mm-hmm. and then you put something together based on your your skill set and who you're helping. An eight dollar book, this is his best stuff. Yeah. Up front, eight dollars. You're gonna be in his world for eight dollars. And he knows it because this is his best stuff. Eight dollars. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and you'll get a master class, a master's degree in, um, effective internet marketing, marketing in general, but yeah, um, absolutely. You know, it, it's super interesting. Um, Russell's such a great example of giving so much value up front for so little. And I mean, for example, the one funnel away challenge, what a, you know, he doesn't even make money. They lose money on the one funnel away challenge. They lose money. I mean, and it makes sense, but like, it makes sense, but it makes no sense, right? It it's no it's a sense. loss leader. Yeah. It is a loss leader, just like yeah. that book is a loss leader. You know, they probably pay more shipping it out and handling and, and all that, all the logistics than they actually do on the on the book. But they know that if they can over deliver massively to you and just yeah. get in your world and 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 bowl you over with the most insane value you've ever received, then then the law of reciprocity kicks in. And, and, and also you're like, you're hooked. You're like, my God, what is this? Who is this person that's totally like rocking my world, giving me all this amazing education and value and, and helping me with my business. Um, I want to get closer to this. I want to ascend the value ladder with this, with this person yep. or this company. 100%, yeah. Yeah. So one thing I want to ask, and this, this is a real simple one because we, we already know, is there any, I want to make it clear to people listening. Is there any other way an affiliate marketer can be successful by not giving value first. Oh man, I think those days are over. Long-term honestly, long term. Yeah, long, you can probably hit some short term um, singles and doubles, maybe. Yeah. But you're like long term. There's no way to build a brand right. um, without first providing value. Yep. I'll give you um, a very clear example, um, and this is not to make an example of anyone. Uh, there are affiliate marketers out there with different. Um, approaches. And so they are not maybe out there building a personal brand or out there, um, giving lots of value or whatever. They're doing things a little bit differently, but I just witnessed, um, several affiliate 
marketers in the ClickFunnels community, particularly, who were not out there giving value, not out there building a brand, and instead solely relying on paid traffic. And um, they got smacked down pretty hard um, with the new affiliate guideline updates um, that relate to bidding on trademark terms and things like that. Oh, and yeah. in in one fell swoop, like lost their entire business, like like the bulk of their business, right? Like just so, um, and they hadn't, you know, they were they were phenomenal, phenomenal at running paid traffic, and they had mastered that game. But then the rules of the game changed and they hadn't built a list. They hadn't built a brand. They hadn't built a tribe. They hadn't given anybody value. Just learned this very singular skill. And, um, you know, it doesn't mean they can't bounce back and do other things or whatever. And they will. So I'm never going to say my way is the only way. Like never. That's just, that's, that's ignorant. But um, I would say this, there is immense value in, um, being out there, serving, being a servant leader in whatever it is you're doing. I don't care if it's affiliate marketing or anything else. Being a servant leader is um, a guaranteed way to build a tribe, build a following, build passionate fans who no matter what you're serving them with, what product you release, what product you promote, whatever's going on and whatever you're doing, they're going to want a part of that. You know, I always make a joke. It's like if you build, you know, that, that, that there's an article, it's about 10, 15 years old now, called a thousand true fans it was written by oh, a guy. yeah kevin kevin kelly is that his name kevin kelly or- I, for- I forget his last name but it's kevin something it it's could kevin be kevin kelly something yeah <clears throat> and he wrote this 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 seminal article called a thousand true fans and um basically the premise of the article is if you can inspire a thousand people to be like this is i'm not talking about your email list right they're not your fans your email list is your list they're your prospects they're po- possibly your customers but I'm talking about the 20% of the whole that, I mean, they are such rabid raving fans. If you put out a two hour album of lip farts, they'd buy it because it's you, right? They wouldn't care. It is you and they love you and they'll buy anything you drop. It doesn't matter, yeah. right? Because they love you and they're passionate about you and you inspire them and you lead them and you, you know, yeah. it's just, you are the brand, right? Mm-hmm. So you can go out and, and, and build that kind of following. Um, you almost guarantee success and a really easy way to build that kind of following is to serve them at just insanely high levels and not worry too much about, I'm not going to say, don't worry about the monetization. You should have monetization structures in place, Oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, but um, don't jam it down your, their throat at every opportunity. Yeah. That's not, those days are over. Those a days lot are of over. examples, <clears throat> excuse me, a lot of examples that I always uh, wind up giving to people like about this, like when I'm explaining things like this, like the value up front. Yeah. I, it always comes back to music for me and I don't know why, but like it's the, it's for me, it's like the ultimate uh, upfront value, <clears throat> excuse me, like sales funnel example. Cause if you've never heard of a sales funnel, you've heard of music. And yeah. so like it, the value up front is Spotify. It's radio. It's, Hey, this is free music. Like yeah. Pandora, YouTube. And then, after that, it might be a concert ticket, right? You get to the concert, you start consuming more, you buy a shirt and whatnot, right? You buy an album, you buy a whatever, you know what I mean? You start exactly. yeah, to- yeah, I forgot the album. Yeah, you go yeah. to the stores after the radio, you get up, you get the CD or you yeah. download on iTunes, whatever. Whatever it is these yeah. days, yeah. And the concert, <laughs> and then the raging fans, like the 1,000 fans, they're going to do the meet and greets. They're going oh, yeah. to travel. If they live in Philly, they're going to travel to Las Vegas and see your show. Like, like that's, 
like that's who you're talking about like that's what i'm talking about. i'm talking about the guy like like so for me when you when you talk about this the people who come up for me um i don't know about like you it sounds like you live in philly right oh yeah so, i'm in philly okay yeah. i'm down i'm down in south florida so um when every summer like in july the dave matthews band comes to town and when the dave matthews band comes to town it is a freaking like festival like event they do two days like two days of shows back to back at this big open air amphitheater and i'm talking their fans come in rvs from all over the country and you can tell these guys haven't showered in months they have been following them like around the country in rvs for months these guys are insane they love them i don't care if dave matthews pulled out an uzi and murdered everybody in the place they'd still be dave matthews like they're nuts and so it's that, it's that level of tribe. I mean, yeah. the, the DMV yeah. has figured out how to build tribe, right? Like they know how to serve their people and keep them engaged and keep them going. Yep. And you're absolutely right. What a great, um, what a great example of how to build tribe, how to yeah. build identity with yeah. something. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's, 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 it's just, I think it's the absolute necessary ingredient to whatever you're doing. Like you go to a restaurant, the bread's on the table. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like value up front. Like even absolutely that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, One so right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, It's, it's what's helping me succeed. Like, like to actually get there. And actually the next thing too is, excuse me, is the concept of imperfect action. Yeah. To me, you've been a, a leader in, in, in like, you know, my small Facebook world, <clears throat> excuse me. So when I see imperfect action from, uh, let, let me put it this way, looking at other people take action, I don't see imperfect action. When I do it, I understand that, you know yes. what? Those people feel that way too. And it's just that they're, they're doing something and there's something imperfect about it. I don't, I don't know what it is, but I like what they're putting out there. That's all that matters. So like, I, I know, like we were talking about li- the limiting beliefs and like, all right, like you got to lie to yourself, like that whole thing I was saying. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I feel that we all have bad days and things get in our head and, they're, and you're just like, oh, like, like maybe something was working for you for a week and then like you have one bad day and you're like, oh man, like. It, it, you start I, to doubt and like. thing, like might not be a trend down, but it might be one day that just, it's like the outlier from the past seven. The average isn't, isn't there exactly. So I want to ask you when you don't, when your, your head isn't right for like a day or an hour or whatever, what, what do you do to kind of like get back on track again? Like, is there music you listen to or like what helps you get through like a, a bad day and like say, you know what? Imperfect action. Let's just go. Yeah. So, um, this has been, this has been, uh, I think a theme or a thread for me my whole life. Um, like I told you earlier, I have wanted to be an online entrepreneur for a long time. I have been in one form or another trying to crack this nut for 14 years, literally like, like working a full-time job, um, and trying to figure out how do I become successful online? What do I do? You know, I joke, like I've taken probably every internet course out there. Like literally if there's a course on the internet, I've taken it. Shopify, eBay, you name, like Amazon FBA, whatever, digital marketing agencies, like all the things. I, I was just trying, trying, trying. And I mean, 
either, either like I'm stupid or crazy to continue to keep trying with so many failures behind me. Right. And so there, there've been so many times where it just didn't work out or I sabotaged myself. You know, I got close to success and then I was like, you know, not, maybe not ready for it or afraid what my parents would think or afraid what my friends would think or whatever. Right. You know, we, we, we have these like weird, irrational things that happen. Um, so I've had to really spend a lot of time working on mindset and figuring out how to hack my own mindset and be, you know, um, do things anyway, I guess is the point. Do things even when all evidence points to the fact that all I've done is fail, right? Do things when maybe I don't see the results of that thing I do right away and it seems pointless. Um, and it seems like maybe it's not working. Um, you know, Steven Larson, was extremely, extremely um, instrumental for me in that OFA. You know, a lot of what he taught and talked about, he, he, I remember him constantly saying, like, it's not about how I feel. It has nothing to do with how I feel. The question is not, how do I feel about this thing I'm about to do? The question is, does it advance the goal? If it advances the goal, you, you thank your feelings for sharing and you kindly ask them to get out of the way and yeah. you move through it. And you just do the thing you've got to do, right? And so it's about discipline. It's about maintaining momentum. I am so committed to my own momentum because I understand the power of it. I understand that um, you know success loves momentum. And if you if you just sustain, even when you don't feel like it, even when you may not see the the, the immediate impact or results of it, it's coming. You have to trust it. You have to know it. Yeah. Um, so. I think for me, definitely I do, um, like I was saying, like I meditate every morning. I do, I listen to, um, y'all are going to think I'm so woo woo. That's okay. So <laughs> I listen to, um, Abraham Hicks and it's like some, some visualization stuff. And, and I just sort of try to get my mind in the right space. There is music that I listen to. There's one particular, um, artist that I am just completely, you know, weirdly enough enamored with. I, I like to call him you know, he actually just passed, unfortunately, uh, Nipsey Hussle, but oh, I, Nipsey I, Hussle. I love yeah. Nipsey. You don't even know. Like I love, like I yeah. love I, Nipsey. I, I, I never listened to too much of his music. Um, probably actually none of his music, but I've listened to some things he's been like featured in. Yeah. Just, yeah. I actually learned who he was through a Gary Vee video, but go ahead. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. so he's kind of like the entrepreneur's rapper. Like he is what I would call like entrepreneurial uh -huh. rap. Like this guy, if you listen to his lyrics uh -huh. and I've been listening to him for several years, like two, three years now. And he is, he's for whatever reason, I don't know why. And I always jo like joke to my other half. I'm like, if Nipsey knew like that he's inspiring some like super white chick older than him, like whatever, it's like, it's so random, you know, cause just totally different worlds. But for some reason, something about his lyrics, something about his story, um, there's some, there's so much power for me in his music. And so I listen to Nipsey, not kidding. Every single morning when I get, when I am getting ready, like for the day I'm in the bathroom, I'm blasting Nipsey. Like I take showers to Nipsey I'm because it puts me in a mindset of winning. I am winning. When I listen to Nipsey, there's nothing that can hurt me. Nothing that can touch me. I'm winning. I'm dialed in. I'm like ready to slay the day. I so totally, that, that, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like when, when I'm like, just, thinking like, oh man, like, like what, like I gotta do, like, like something's not working or, yeah. or something I, I, I thought was going to be the, like the thing, like, and then it doesn't matter what it is. It's, it's the fact that you're now not feeling the winning feeling. Right. And like, 
yeah, like there is there, like you said, like the music doesn't like, yeah. And, and it's temporary because motivation only lasts like so long. Like you just, what you got, like for me, after I do something like that, like with music, cause I love, I, like I've had neighbors knock on my door and tell me <laughs> like, like Turn it down. <laughs> they, they stood there for five minutes talking to me how they can't concentrate. I'm like, you know what? I respect it. I won't do it again, but like, I'm going to do it. And I, I told her flat. <laughs> I don't mean to sidetrack, but I said, listen, get, get those Bluetooth uh, Bose headphones. <laughs> I can't, I can't, I, I can't do that stuff. But I, I told her anyway, I said, listen, I'm going to do it again, but I will make sure like I do it off hours, but I wanted to be honest with her. But anyway, I love blasting music. But what I like to do after like getting back into the mindset is like, I need a quick win. So what I did recently, I bombed my first uh, webinar this past Thursday on the 16th. Right. Good and and it sucked it anyway. And it sucked. So like, there you go. Imperfect action. But like the next day I was like, you know, this sucks. So what I did was, you know what, let me just do something. And to me, I like quick wins. Like I, I like the external motivators like music and, and, you know, listening to like a, a pump up speech and stuff like yep. that. But uh, I like getting a quick win for myself because then it's like internal and I see something that I produce. So like that, that the next day, the Friday, the 17th, I put out a podcast and a, and a blog and I was like, you know what, that's, that's going to keep my, my head in the game. So like doing something like that, like I think is just try to get back on track with something that you know is the right thing to do regardless of the result because this is the long game we're all playing. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I wanted to, I wanted to talk about that massive imperfect action too. Um, yeah. you know, we are our harshest critics. We are the hardest on ourselves of anybody. Right. And, um, I love what, uh, Garrett J white says. He's like, look, the first time you try anything new, you will suck. Like just anticipate it. Embr and, and David Goggins says, embrace the suck. Like you will suck because you're new at this. Of course you're going to suck. Like, nobody's born knowing all these new things that we have to do. And as entrepreneurs, we are constantly pressed to be adapting and doing new things. I don't know any other calling in life that is so um, full of newness and new uh, skills that one has to learn and adapt and master. So, um, you know, it's great for neuroplasticity, by the way, like being an entrepreneur, it's excellent because yeah, yeah, you're yeah. constantly learning new constantly, things. Constantly, yeah. Constantly, it never stops, right? The day you stop learning new things, it's, it's like evolve or die, right? And you will die if you're not continually evolving in this game. So, um, you know, it, it, but you will always suck at it the first time you do anything. So the first video, the first podcast, the first webinar, my first webinar was horrific, awful. Like I got off and I cried. I was so ups like upset oh, with myself, man, you know, man. but, but I was like, I know I could have done better than that. What was yeah. wrong with me? Like, why would I even do that at eight o'clock at night? My energy level's low. Like, but I just was like beating myself up, you know? So it's going to suck. And we just have to, we have to get comfortable with the uncomfortable, yeah. right? As entrepreneurs. And, but the beauty is, okay, so your first one sucks. Your second one will suck mildly less. Your third one will suck mildly less than that. And then you'll just keep going. And by your fifth, by your 10th, you might even be a little bit good. And then by your 20th, 30th, you might actually start to hit or hit your stride and like, damn, these are really good. Oh shit. I'm making sales. This is amazing. Oh my God. Keep yeah. going. Right. It's momentum that I was talking about. So the only way to get momentum is to really suck and suck a lot and suck yeah. fast and keep doing yeah. it and get better, 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 better. Yeah. But if you stop and like overanalyze and shoot yourself in the foot cause you suck, You'll never get to enjoy the fruits of pushing through that. Yeah. And so, you know, I like to motivate myself with, well, 
just got my first crappy webinar done. Let's keep, you know, keep yeah. moving. You're like, let's do the next mildly less crappy one and yeah. keep pushing yeah. forward. And you know, you know what you made me just realize that like everything we've been talking about so far is the giving up from value, right? Then uh, doing, uh, taking imperfect action. Mm -hmm. And you know what? If you are giving up from value and then you have imperfect action, those people ain't going to give a shit. Like they don't care. They, they don't care. They don't, they don't, care. They don't care at all. And it's they just because they just, they know who you are by that point, right? If, you know, if you've been honest and all that yeah. stuff, because yeah. you've got to be honest. And they don't care. No. They don't care if you stutter the entire time. They don't care if like your cat came up and just start and pursed on your shoulder. <laughs> Whatever it is, it's like, you know what? What's so important to you is just irrelevant to them because they know you have a solution for them and that's what they came for and they love you and that like that's the whole point. It makes you, you know, you know, mistakes and um, screw ups make us human. They make us approachable. They make us, um, you know, um, we're not the guru on the mountain. We're just, just like you and just like, you know, and so I think that um, Joel Bauer talks about this. Um, Joel Bauer is like really famous, like sales trainer and, and he's uh, Peng Jun's mentor. And he talks about, you know, nothing is a mistake unless you acknowledge it as a mistake. Oh and, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, so, so, okay. So, you know what, you forget your lines and you, or whatever you, you had a script and you went off script and you're like, Oh guys, I have no idea how I got off on that topic. Anyhow, yes. da, 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 and get right yeah. back in and yeah. you know, d just, just play with it. Don't, yeah. don't be threatened by the yeah. mistake. Don't be whatever. It's not a mistake. It was meant to happen. You were meant to go off script. Whatever. Your cat was meant to run across the screen. It's cute. It's funny. Yeah. Keep yeah. going. Don't let it don't let it phase you. If yeah. you're unfazed, your audience will also be unfazed. So yeah. practice not being phased. Yeah. Practice just calm. And and there's a wonderful word in German. Um, souverain and what it means is to be sovereign to be above the situation to not let it phase you right and that's just right so anyway that's how i got over my crappy ass webinar so all right let's uh i don't want to hold you up too long so thank no you very very much for your time and i'm gonna put you on the spot i want a funny joke Ooh, <laughs> that yeah. is on the spot. Oh yeah. my God. A funny give, me, give me a funny joke. It, it could be a corny joke. It could be a dirty one. It doesn't matter. I'll, I'll put explicit on the podcast. <laughs> Whatever. Oh my God. Okay. Funny joke. Golly. All right. I'm trying not to curse. So I'm, I'm saying. I, I, I probably already said like two F-bombs. I don't, I don't. Yeah, know. no. Yeah. Cause I have, I have a mouth like a sailor. I have right. a two and a half year old daughter. I'm sorry. You think while I say this, <laughs> I have a two and a half year old daughter, right? She'll be three in August. And a year ago, you ready? A year ago, she was at my in-law's house and they had a dog and the dog was in my father-in-law's way, like on the floor. And he said, fucking dog. Right. <laughs> he said that. <laughs> Do you know what my daughter has been saying for a year no, now? No, no. She says fucking dog. Fucking doggy. <laughs> and so, you know what? I've actually, yeah. And so it was, it was, it's deep <laughs> since then. It would be like 10 times a day when it yeah. started. And you're like, like oh, you babe, no. As soon as you tell a two-year-old or one and a half-year-old at the time that something's bad, they're no, like, yep, I want it. Like, she'll triple down. Yeah. She'll triple down on it. Yeah. So she says it all the time. Now she's acknowledged that it's a bad word. We don't want to say it, but like, I'm just like, like when something <laughs> happens and it's me and her, I'm just like, Oh, this like this fucking thing. Like I didn't need this right now, whatever it might be. 
and she says daddy that's a bad word so See? like like she knows but like i i just say like i don't i'd rather her be respectful and like a, a kind person than care about like how she says things honestly anyway, yeah it's I, so that's why i don't care if you curse like i just good good because it because it just comes out and i'm so i'm like so authentic i just say whatever yeah. you know yeah. i i am um, when i was a lot younger um I put myself, so I'll just tell my, all my sordid stories. So um, I got a fake ID when I was 19 and I got a job as a bartender <laughs> with a fake ID when I was 19 because uh -huh. apparently they didn't like, they just paid me under the table. Apparently we didn't do all the paperwork right or whatever. Yeah. Um, so here I am with my fake ID and um, you know, my bartending job and forget it. Like I had been this, I grew up in like this really conservative home and very like churchy and all this stuff and all of a sudden i'm in this bar bartending and like my vocabulary just took a nosedive it was just like yeah. so yeah. i turned into um a potty mouth sailor at that bar and it just stuck you know you can take the girl out of the bar but you cannot take yeah. the bar out of the girl like yeah. it just i don't know when it started with me but <laughs> probably when i got my first like real job like, uh-huh um, 10, nine, nine years ago, like outside, I used to work for my family. So when I say real job, I mean first job outside of my family. Right, right, right. And, uh, it's just like, oh, we could say that here? All right. <laughs> Are we allowed to? <laughs> I'm in, you know? <laughs> so anyway, all right. That was, that was cool because we talked about that. You don't, we I don't did, know. We did, and I didn't think about it. Oh, I'm yes. spazzing out. Like, I, I do not have a joke for you. Terrible at you. It's all right. No, no, it's okay. Now I realize that I'm going to have to come. So this is what's going to have to happen. You're going to just have to have me on again and I'm going to come with an arsenal of yeah. fucking jokes. I'm saying yeah. fucking, yeah. um, I'm going to have to come with an arsenal of jokes because I legit do not have a joke, which is yeah. so wonk, wonk, pathetic. It's all good. So there I am yeah. taking imperfect action, inviting myself back on another episode. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you're more than welcome. We could set something up in the future. You're so, awesome. Uh, where can people find you on social? Cause I, I mentioned, uh, something about, um, Facebook earlier. So yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, right now all of my activity is, is pretty much concentrated uh, on Facebook, mostly inside of my Facebook group. So I co-host, I co-run, um, a Facebook group with two other awesome funnel hackers as we call ourselves in the click funnels community, um, Mario Payai and Callum Ewing. And, um, it's called digital marketing hacks for online entrepreneurs. And my joke is that if you shorten that, our little hashtag is DM hose. I think that's pretty funny. Um, apparently not everybody thinks that's funny, but I do. Um, so we're the DM hose at digital marketing hacks for online entrepreneurs. You can come hang out with us. We um, are currently undergoing a bit of a rebrand. So this was, um, kind of my legacy group called six figure affiliate marketing with Alex Elliott. We combined forces and brought those guys in and we're doing, you alluded to this earlier, but um, Callum and Mario and I are launching a company very shortly, um, funnel to be dropped pretty soon. We're just kind of tidying up the last little bits, uh, called tribe tools. And we're going to be, it, we envision this as like a beacon, a hub of all the best practices, um, trainings, tools, templates, community support, you know, for what we want to envision or what we envision, what we want to do, we want to serve tribe leaders. So we want to, we want to support those who are out there building their own tribes, serving their own tribes. And we want to do it from a very specific um, vantage point. And that is the vantage point of, you know, 
us being servant leaders and cultivating a tribe of servant leaders who are out there serving their tribes. Um, so that's how we want to impact the world. We want to help people learn how to attract their right tribe members, you know, build that tribe, engage them, teach them, um, you know, monetize that tribe in a way that's not douchey or spammy or crappy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And just really be all about like service and, and support and giving you guys everything you need, like a one-stop shop for doing that as tribe leaders. So that's what we're, that's what we're up to at Tribe Tools. That's awesome. I, hey, listen, I told you I'm not in the affiliate marketing stuff, but I love watching, like I'm, I'm in your group and I watch because I, I just, I need to see you guys. Like it's, it, it's awesome. Like I just, I like watching you do your affiliate market and, and Mario is awesome too. Like I, yeah. you know, I'm in his group too. And yeah, he's a really cool, he's a really cool guy. You guys are going to be a great guy. Uh, I don't know Callum too well, but uh, I'm sure I'll get to know him more as you know. You, yeah. 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 For sure. Stuff. For sure. But thank you so much for your time. Have a wonderful day and uh, I'll let you know when this, this uh, episode drops. Awesome. I can't wait. Thank you, Christopher. I appreciate Bye, it. Thank you so All much. Right. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.